Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise Jesus. Welcome to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry Sunday afternoon worship. Amen. We're going to have church today, y'all. Amen. Yeah, that's the southern woman in me. But we're going to have church today, okay? For all of you who wanted to prophesy to me, or as Medea used to say, the proper, yeah, we're going to have services this morning. I welcome you all here on this Sunday morning, February the second. Amen. February the second. Supposed been Groundhog Day. I don't know if he saw his shadow or not. I have no idea, but. I'll say to you, praise Jesus and happy Groundhog Day. Amen. Hallelujah. I just thank God for being another day. At my age, you thank him for every day that you get to step into. Amen. Hallelujah. And I hope you all, even though you're young, I hope you all do the same thing. Thank God for every day that he allows you to step into because that means you have one more chance to get it right. Praise the Lord. We're coming to you today with our opening prayer. Then we'll do our announcements. And then we'll go right into um, our morning service. And then afterwards, we'll do the closing prayer. And then we'll let you go. Amen. But we just thank you all for being out here today. When you could be somewhere else, it's going to be a nice day out there. Would be somewhere else, but you know, there are people who can't get out, so that's why we're here for those who could not get out today, or those that for some reason miss church service today, or the sick and shut in. Amen. And we thank God for every one of you, doesn't matter what race, what color, what creed, we thank God for every one of you. And I want to thank God also for my newest members on my um, Facebook fan page. It's growing, y'all. It is growing. Amen. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for everything you are to me. Hallelujah to us, Lord. Hallelujah to your people, to those who know who you are, to the redeemed. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for being our Father, our King of kings, and our Lord of lords. Lord, lead us and guide us today. You, Sister Stephanie, and I, for your glory, Lord, our mouth, your word. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah for her being the producer of this show. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for everything that she does for this show and for me, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lead us and guide us, Lord. Keep us safe throughout the day so that we may see another day tomorrow that we've not seen before. Help us to be faithful in all that you do for us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We're coming right now with Sister Stephanie with our um, announcements and our prayer list. Sister Stephanie. 
And um, I just thank God for the program on Saturdays. Amen. Next week, we're coming to you with what a father wants and what a father needs, I think. I say I think because it seems like the one yesterday, they had to cut off because, you know, they have an hour. So I'm going to ask them if they want to do a part two of what a man wants and what a man needs. Know what a husband wants and what a husband needs. Um, I will talk to them about that, that, and I will let you know in an announcement one day this week during the nighttime or during the daytime. But just be looking out for it. I'll probably put it on my Facebook or just come on and do a quick live and let you know what's going to go on. Amen. But I don't think they finished it yesterday, just like the women didn't when they had what a wife wants and what a wife needs. We ended up doing part two, amen? So when they got into the Proverbs 31 woman, but like I told them, and that's Solomon's part. Yes, Solomon was a wise man, but we want to know what God says, amen? Solomon was a wise man, but what did God say? So I'll see if they want to do a part two of that. I see we got a lot of viewership on that. So I thank God for that. And I guess that's a question that people have. But I want you all to have the whole story. You know, I don't want to go with just one side of the story. I want you to know what God says also. Solomon was a wise man, but Solomon made some great mistakes, y'all. Amen? You all know the story. If you don't, go to the Psalms of Solomon and read for yourself. But I want them to give not just Solomon's side. I want them to give God's side. Amen. But tune in Saturday morning, 11 a.m. for Saturday morning live with Jesus. And I will make the announcement this week if they want to do the part two. Amen. I'm trying to think of anything. And then next Saturday, if they want to do a part two, they will come with what a father wants and what a father needs. That's what I'm interested in. Um, then I can teach my grandson. See, all of this is for my granddaughters and my grandsons. Amen. And I hope you use it for your granddaughters and your grandsons and get them to thinking. It's a good video or audio for you to let them hear, and then you all have a discussion about it. Talk to your grandchildren, grandparents. Come on. It's not just up to mother to teach them, although mama can teach them, daddy can teach them. But grandparents, you have a big role to play in their lives, too. They won't ever forget what you teach them, believe me. My great-grandma taught me some things that I never forgot and will never forget them. Why? Because she was my great-grandma. Yeah, I loved my mama, and I loved my grandmother. But my great-grandma, she was old, and her hair was white, and I valued her wisdom. I've always been like that, you know? When you have white hair, I don't know, it's just something about you that I value, you know? Because I know you've been there, done that, and got the gray hair to prove it, amen? So I'm more prone to listen to an older person than I am a younger person. But because both my grandmother and my mother both were young, and they, they had children at a young age. So my great-grandma, yeah, she was granny. She was white-headed. 
and it's like she didn't pull no punches. Amen. She's sweet and kind, but she would tell you the way the story really is. Amen. And I have found that out through the years as I look back and I remember what she said. She didn't sugarcoat it. She told you how it was. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, I wish my children could have met my great-grandma and got some of her wisdom, but I can pass it down to them, and I often do. And I, even down to my uh, mama, my mother, she um, gave me some wisdom, and I often find myself, well, that's what my mom used to say, you know? And my children know the things that my mom used to say. They know what my grandma used to say. They know how my grandma didn't take any medicine. Now, that's not my great-grandmother. That's my mother's mother. My granny was my mother's grandmother, but my uh, grandmother was my mother's mother. And that woman was four foot, what, four foot seven, four foot nine. She didn't take no mess. She didn't take any mess. She had a word that I tell my children, but I won't tell you all. But, yeah, she didn't take any mess. Amen. She raised five of her grandchildren. And they all turned out just fine. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God. They all worked. They finished high school. They worked. A couple of them passed away, but they worked. They had family, and they did fine. She raised her, five of her, plus five of her grandchildren. So the lady knew what she was talking about. Amen. But she knew how to protect herself. Little bitty girl. But I reached five seven by the age of what thirteen I think it was, and I've been that height since then. I never grew after the age thirteen, but I became. I grew up to about five seven, and I've been that way ever since. But um, the only thing that grew from there was my feet and the rest of it. But anyway, my height never grew up anymore. But I would look at my grandma and I was standing there, and I would look at her. But I had to look kind of down at her, and that made me feel really bad, you know. So I, I found a way to go in her house and to get set on her sofa on her chair. And, you know, she'd be walking through the house cleaning or doing whatever she did, and I had to look up to her. And I think her, that made her look a little bit comfortable. Kind of weird when your grandchildren got to look down to you. Believe me, I know I got two tall grandsons. And good mercy. Woo. Yeah. Anyway, grandparents, parents, and great-grandparents, if you're living, teach the children. Teach them the right way. Amen. Hallelujah. Teach them the godly way if you know it. If you don't know it, you know right from wrong. Teach them the right way. Amen. Go from generation to generation to generation. And guess what? When they grow up, they're going to teach their children, and they're going to bring you in on the conversation from generation to generation to generation to generation. That's the way it's supposed to be done. Teach them the right thing, and it will go down through the generation. And in the end, you will be rewarded for the good things that you taught them. Amen? Don't be teaching them no mess. Teach them the right thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, we're coming today 
as you can see our title, Mold Your Future with Your Words. Now, you often heard me say that your words are alive. Why do I say that? Because if you're saved and you're truly redeemed, then your words should be God's words. Amen? But not only that, let me tell you another thing I found out. And I'm going to leave some information in the description box, something I want you to look at, something that I'm learning. Uh, Bill Winston told me about this some years ago. I got the book, but I haven't finished reading the book yet. But Dr. Cho, um, I can't remember his first name, but it's Dr. Cho, and he wrote a book called The Fourth Dimension. No, don't get all spooked out. I did until I started listening to him on YouTube, and I saw that it was not what I thought it was. So, you know, you got to be careful nowadays. People give you some information, and you go in there, and it's all this. I don't have time for that, y'all. Amen? Hallelujah. He said fourth dimension. I said, now, what's that about? So I got the book, and I was reading, and I kind of backed off of it. But then I found him on YouTube, and I'm more of a listener. Well, even on Alexa, I listen. But um, I found out that he's an amazing teacher. Dr. Cho is an amazing teacher. He's from Korea, but he is an amazing teacher. He was talking on marriage um, the day before yesterday when I listened to him, and then he started talking on um, coming out of Jericho because Jericho is the cursed place, and then he was talking about the Holy Ghost. That one got me, y'all. That one got me. Now, I, you all have heard me say in some of my teachings that we need to stop calling the Holy, the Holy Spirit it. But we often say that because we don't understand who he is. We know that Jesus said that he was sent the comforter. But we look at that word comforter and we say it. But the Holy Ghost is a real life person, y'all. Just as God is, just as Jesus is. The Holy Ghost is a he. Amen. He is he. Amen. Hallelujah. So stop saying it, but he's a person. He is he. The Holy Ghost he is the way you should say. The Bible says the Holy Ghost will lead us into all truth. He will lead and guide us. Amen. He will stand by our side. The Bible calls him the paraclete, or rather the paraclete, I believe, is the Greek word for him. He is the comforter. He is the one that stands beside you. Amen. He is, oh, what what does Dr. Cho call him? Um, he is the pilot. You're the co-pilot. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. But he said he was going to do that, that he was going to sit at the right hand of the Father, but he was going to send the Comforter, and that he would lead and guide us into all truth. Amen? He would teach us. He would be right there by our side. 
and we often pray and forget the Holy Ghost. But the Bible says that there are times when we pray and we don't know what to say. But the Holy Ghost will come in with moanings and groanings, and it tells us about our prayer language. We should always pray in our prayer language. That's the Holy Ghost talking to God and Jesus. He's giving them what we're saying. So there are some corners of our heart, some corners of our personalities that we don't even know exist. You have some of those wild dreams sometimes. Uh-huh. That's coming from your personality, your soul, some things in there that you don't even know exist. Some of them are good, some of them are not too good. But the Holy Ghost knows how to go before the throne and pray for us. Amen? And moving that mess out of the way, getting that mess out of the way. Hallelujah. And keeping us on the street and narrow. Hallelujah. He's my partner. And I am his co-partner. Well, I can't say co-partner because he's high above me. But he is a pilot, and I am the person that follows him. Amen? (laughs) His wisdom, his knowledge. Amen? Hallelujah. When you wake up in the morning, you should always say, good morning, Lord. Good morning, Holy Ghost. Amen? A good morning, Father, good morning, Holy Ghost, whichever way you want to do it. But don't push him to the side because you can't offend him. And you can't quench the spirit. When it says quenching the spirit, that means keeping him from working. Because you're not acknowledging him. You don't even know he exists. You say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, but you never speak to the Holy Ghost. Now, he will not come to you and say, hey, hey, I'm here, I'm here. He will not do that. He will sit there quietly until he's needed. Amen? But he is the third person in the Trinity. Hallelujah. He knows you better than you know yourself. So always acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid of talking to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, as I said before, the Holy Spirit is Greek. Paraclete, the helper, the one who stands beside you. Amen. Hallelujah. The one who lives within you. Your advocate. Amen. Hallelujah. You're witness to everything that goes on around. Hallelujah. And when you speak, hallelujah, he hears you. And he can change things around you. The Bible says that that same spirit that rose Christ from the grave, that rose Christ from the dead, is the same spirit that will quicken your mortal bodies. Amen. That's the Holy Spirit, Lord. Hallelujah, y'all. That's who it's talking about. That same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is the same spirit that now dwells in you. Amen. And he will teach you. He will lead and guide you to all truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, as I said earlier, he knows you better 
then you know yourself. But we're going to come to you with our first scripture, and I'm going to ask Sister Stephanie to read that. And our title again today is Sister Stephanie. Mold your future with your words. And I'll tell you when I get back why I called this lesson that today. Sister Stephanie, give us our first scripture. Amen. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amen. Whether you're a sinner or saint, saint, as you think in your heart, that's what you will be. Now think about what I just said about the Holy Spirit. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. Amen. He knows you better than you know yourself. But if you don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, then he can't lead you nor guide you because you're not a part of him. He's not dwelling in you. Amen. How does a man know himself who's in Christ? Because the Holy Ghost is leading him and guiding him. He is his partner. Amen. They are going through this world, and the Holy Ghost will say, turn right, turn left. He'll do it real mild. Turn right, turn left. Sometimes it's not a word. Sometimes it's just a knowing. You ever had something to say or feel like, Oh, I've been here before. That was the Holy Ghost revealing it to you beforehand. We call it deja vu, but it's actually the Holy Spirit revealing it to you beforehand. Sometimes it's doing a nap, and you you wake up and something happens. You say, oh, I've been here before. I remember this. It was the Holy Ghost who had given you, because he has already gone before and saw what was going to happen and came back and revealed it to you, because, yes, he will reveal things to you. Revealed it to you, and all of a sudden, here it is upon you, and you know how to get out of it, because he's already revealed it to you and gave you a way to get out of it. Amen? That's the Holy Spirit, y'all. Know the workings of the Holy Spirit. Now, that's how you know. What is the word, Sister Stephanie? A man knows himself. The first scripture you just read. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What he thinks about himself is what he is. Probably a sinner or saint. But wouldn't it be great to be a saint or be saved and redeemed and know yourself, know what's in you? Because the Holy Ghost has already revealed it to you. Amen. So you know yourself for who you are. Hallelujah. And isn't it good to know that the Holy Spirit is there and he's going to lead and guide you? Isn't it good to know that he will cause you to do the right thing rather than the wrong thing? Yes, a man does know himself. But when you're out there in the world, you know how can I put this to be kind? You know that within yourself, you know you ain't no good. You know the things that you will do, the things that you have done, and the things that you're going to do. You're up to devilishment right now. But see, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, 
Amen. Because the Holy Ghost will lead and guide you. He will tell you, uh uh-uh, you don't need to go that way. Or he will bring a scripture up in you. And you end up living by that scripture and by what the Holy Ghost says, not what your flesh says. Yes, a man does know himself. Amen. But isn't it good to know yourself in the Holy Ghost rather than in the world? Amen. Because I remember being in the world. I didn't like myself too good in the world. Amen. Because I had some thoughts and some ways that were not of God. Amen. But since I've gotten saved at 22, now I know which way to go and which way not to go. Amen. And it makes me feel good, not only about myself, but it makes me feel safe because the comforter has led and guided me into all truth. Amen. Sister Stephanie, what's the next scripture? First Peter two twenty four. There are sins in his own body of trees, so he needs to live unto righteousness. By whose stripes he was killed. Amen. Who his own self? There are sins. Bear our sins in his own body. On a tree, the Bible says, "Cursed is the man." that hangs on a tree. Amen. Now, let me tell you something. You can't <laughs> you can't curse who God has blessed. Amen. So stop cursing people. I don't mean bad words. I'm saying tell the people you ain't no good. Tell the people you ain't gonna never be nothing. Cause your words are alive. If you're saying yes. Even if you're not saved, your words are alive. We'll come back to you with that part after a while. But your words are alive. Why? Especially, I'm speaking to the church today. I'm not so much speaking to the world. I'm speaking to God's people. We got to be careful what we say. Because what we say, sure enough, will come to pass. You look at that little child, you say, you're just like your daddy. You ain't no good. You say that to them enough, and that child will grow up to be just like whatever their father was. Amen? And their father might not have been a good person. Hey, I had that to happen with me, and I always wondered, what must my father be? What was my father? I mean, who was he? I hadn't seen him since I was four years old, but this was like when I was a teenager. Oh, you get on my nerves, you're just like your daddy. And I would hear that, and that thing would kind of kind of make me waver, you know? And it was like, well, how can I compete with that? I don't even know my daddy or how he is. But I hear that all my life. I was blessed when I did get to see my dad again at 36. My dad was a wonderful man. He had not always been perfect. I learned that later on. But when I met him, now, honey, to me, my dad was perfection. Gray head, older man, I saw myself in him. I saw his feet go, feet go east and west, which I was I became proud of. My mom used to call it slew it because my feet went east and west. One goes one way, one goes the other way. That's the way I was. I never knew that my father was like that. 
But uh, when I met him, yeah, he was. And I was proud of the way. All of a sudden, that thing that would hurt me as a child, I became proud of. Amen. Hallelujah. And I saw so many things in him. My nose, my eyes, the way my lips are shaped. And I became proud of those things. So in essence, she did me very good after I grew up because I was proud to be like my daddy. You know, I'm very much so like my mom also. But I always say half of me is my dad and half of me is my mom, even my hair. My left side is my dad, that Brazilian in me, and my right side is my mom, that little fine hair, you know, that doesn't like to curl, you know, it's more straight than it is curly. And it'll get curly if I put product in it. But, yeah, it, it's like, wow. Really soft, didn't want to hold a curl. That's my mom's family. On the other side, yeah, it held a curl, took a perm very well. But my mom's side for the perm in it, it's going to fall out. Oh, how many times did I go around here with one side okay and the other side broke off? Yeah, so I always say that I am part of both of them. But when I met my dad, I was so proud mm, to be like him. Because he was a handsome man, amen, and an entrepreneur. Hallelujah. And that I never understood. Why do I always like selling things? I have sold everything from Avon to Mary Kay to SMC to eBay to Macari to, oh, my God, what is that? Uh, Bonanza. And, and that's just me. It's in me. I know where I got it from now. My dad was an entrepreneur. He lived in Ohio, and he sold barbecue grills. Now, Daddy could have did that on his own because I'm not a pork person. But he sold them, and he did quite well. He bought him a little cart, and he stood out, and he cooked those ribs at night, brought them out there, and he put the whatever over there. He sold rib after rib after rib. He had a partner. He had a friend of his who was a partner with him. And, yeah, Dad had the money, believe me. <laughs> Dad had the money. Yes, he did. But I say all of that to say this. Just like when our grandparents and our parents and our great-grandparents teach us things, they can teach us teach us good things, they can teach us some bad things too. But the Holy Ghost will come in when you get saved and he will clean all that stuff up. Hallelujah. And he will cause you to pray in tongues. And anything that's in the corners of your personality, when you're speaking in tongues, that's what he's doing. He's doing a cleanup. Amen. He's taking all that stuff out, throwing it out. If you could see it in the spirit, you see him throwing that mess out. Hallelujah. And he's going to God asking for forgiveness for you. He is your advocate. Amen. He's asking for forgiveness for the past things that you've done because somebody told you that you were no good. Amen. He cleans all the mess out. Amen. But you can't get in heaven with that mess. So don't be afraid to allow the Holy Ghost. Who is your partner. He stands beside you. Amen. 
Hallelujah. He will not let any harm, harm come near you. Don't let that stuff stay in you. That's why I say you need to get saved if you're not saved. Amen? Because you don't realize what you're missing. The Holy Ghost speaks for you. There are days when we don't know what to say. There are days when we don't even know what's going on. But if you will go and start praying in tongues, when you come up out of that tongue, you are feeling so much better. Because the Holy Ghost has went in and did some emptying. He has did some <laughs> spring, winter, fall, summer cleanup from your spirit and your soul. Amen. Sometimes things linger back then. Every now and then they'll come up. And all you got to do is go. Go to yourself somewhere. Start praying in tongues and watch when you come out. You are feeling so much better. You don't even realize why. But the Holy Ghost has just did a cleanup in there. Amen. Hallelujah. And he has went to God pleading for you to ask for forgiveness. There are things that we've said and done and forgot about them a long time ago. Every now and then, they will come up, and you're not even understanding why they're coming up. And sometimes you don't even know what they are. You just have the feeling. Or you have been sitting somewhere in an old, old song from way back in the day will come up, and you don't want this thing rolling in your mind, something that you had long since forgot. Well, you know what? That's that thing that was in a corner that you had forgotten about. About So the Holy Ghost will go in. When you go in and speak in tongues, he will go in, clean that mess out. Amen. Hallelujah. And put a word of encouragement in there. And you'll notice, too, during that time, he, when you come out of that, there is a scripture right there. And that is replacing whatever that bad thought was that you don't want to remember. Amen? This is how the Holy Ghost helps us. Amen? This is definitely next scripture. For he was wounded for our transgression, and he was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. Now the scripture before that was also talking about healing. Let me tell you where the Holy Ghost plays a role in your healing. Sometimes some of us have sicknesses and things in our body, and we're waiting for them to be healed. And we'll say, Lord, I have the faith. <sighs> Lord, when am I going to be healed? Lord, when are you going to heal the, whatever the disease is? But you know something I found out? When you go mm, and talk to the Holy Spirit about What's going on in your body? You know your healing comes. I know the Bible said, for he was what, wounded for our transgression and bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That's talking about Jesus, yes. But who did Jesus send back 
and the comforter to take back, to take over. Mm, thank you, Jesus. After he left and went to sit at the right hand of the Father, because he tells us that when he went back, he said he was going back, but he was in the comforter. And the greater things would we do than Jesus did because he was going back to the Father. In other words, I'm sending the comforter back to take off where I left over. So if Jesus healed you, don't you know all you have to do is ask the Holy Ghost for healing and believe it and thank him for it and you will be healed? The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. So what you ask him, then he goes to God. What you speak and talk to him, then he goes to God. And you will get your healing. I'm a living witness to that. Amen? The people on our prayer list, they're living with that. Yeah, some of them are going on home because they wanted to go home. Brother, um, what was his name? Ollie or Raleigh? Brother Raleigh was ready to go home. Raleigh went. He was ready to go home. Mother Dunlap was ready to go home. She said it. She was ready to go home. So guess what? I don't know what the Holy Ghost was saying when I prayed for her, but if she was ready to go home, then that's what the Holy Ghost asked God for, for her to be taken on home. Amen? But if she was ready for a healing, then the Lord would have did that. I know because he's healed that inflammation from my brain, my brain stem, and my spine. You know, it's a scary thing. They have a spinal tap, and they tell you you can't move one inch or you lose the use of your spine. I had to go through that, y'all. All those MRIs and this and that and the other, but today I stand here and say I am inflammation-free. All of my latest tests came back normal. No more inflammation. Amen. Even when I had thyroid cancer. I get a test every year, but they've all came back. I'm normal. I'm doing fine. My kidneys are fine. My heart, the nurse said, is perfect. All of these things, because I pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I pray and talk, because sometimes I get frustrated and flabbergasted and don't know what to pray, especially if I'm worried about something or someone has done something that I didn't agree with. It's hard for me to shake it. But when I pray in tongues, Holy Ghost comes, hallelujah, and allow his words to frame my future. Amen. Hallelujah. When I'm speaking in tongues, that's the godly language. And now I'm allowing the godly language to frame my future. Amen. It's not so much my English words. I speak in English or your Korean words or your Chinese words or whatever your nationality is. Amen. It's the words that comes from your spirit, from the Holy Spirit. When he speaks, everybody listens. Amen. Hallelujah. You might not understand, but when he speaks, the whole heaven listen, and even the angels get busy and start bringing forth things that it has spoke through you. Amen? Hallelujah. Sister Stephanie, the next scripture. Coming from Hebrews, chapter 4, and the word of God is living and active. 
Amen. The word of God is living and active and full of power. He says what will be and what won't be. Who is the word of God? The Holy Spirit in this particular time that we're in. It is the Holy Spirit. That's the power that he has been given in this era, in this time. Amen. When you speak, allow him to speak through you. His words are molding your future. His words are molding your life. Amen. When you allow him to do it, you look around and the things that were are not anymore. You look around and your life is so much better. You look around and you're not sick anymore. You look around and your children are healed. Amen. Your household is healed. You look around and the money that you needed for that bill is there. Amen. Because you just spoke in tongues and you gave it to God and Holy Ghost got busy. Amen. And he sent out the angels and whoever else was needed. Because they will do what he said. After all, he is the Spirit of God, one and the same. Amen. This is Stephanie. Amen. And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost. There he is again. What shall come upon you. Amen. What power? The authority, y'all. You can speak words, hallelujah, and you have the authority. Hallelujah. The Bible said to bind and loose. But you know the best way to bind and loose is not with your English words or your Hebrew words or with your Korean words or Chinese words or Hawaiian words or whatever it is, but allowing Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost to speak through you. It's not your words that matter so much. It's the words of the Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Ghost is a very powerful being. Amen. He has the power both of God and Jesus. But he's the silent partner until you allow him to speak through you. See, Jesus went around and talked. Amen. Hallelujah. God talks, hallelujah, to Jesus. And God will talk to you in a vision or a dream and everything. But the Holy Ghost is usually silent. He talks through your spirit. Hallelujah. Because he lives in you, in your spirit. So that's the way he talks. But he doesn't talk to you a lot of times. He will. And you understand him because he will talk in your language. But most of the time he talks to God in the name of Jesus, because he is your advocate. And when he does that, then God fixes it. Amen. But we, if we don't know that, then you are totally defeated. Amen. Because you don't know how to get your prayers answered. But I'm telling you today how to get your prayers answered. Go to God in the name of Jesus in tongue, John. Amen. Hallelujah. And watch your prayers get answered. Watch them be answered so quickly, it'll give you like, whoa, that was fast. And ask him sometimes when you can't think of something, your mind is all in a topsy-turvy and you got two or three things going on at one time, ask him, 
Holy Ghost, bring this back to my remembrance and watch instantly. He will bring it back to your remembrance. I do that almost every day because I'm a multitasker. And like I'm listening here and listening there and whatever, you know, and trying to eat a sandwich or whatever, thinking, 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 mind constantly busy. And sometimes I just have to calm down and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me. And when I do that, after he's finished, I've got a scripture right there. Amen. Or if I need him to bring something to my remembrance, all I got to do is ask him, and Holy Ghost, bring it to back to my remembrance, and instantly it's right there. Amen. Hallelujah. But when I pray in tongues, whoo, I think it was Gloria Copeland said, when you got trouble, get it with tongues. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost is truly an amazing, hallelujah, male. Amen. Because he is male. He male. Amen. And he would do what has to be done, what he has been told to do, hallelujah, by the Father. Because the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. And when he does it, he does it right on point. Amen. You don't need to go without anything. You don't need to be sick. Sickness is a curse. I hear it, Brother Cho, today. Sickness is a curse. And the Holy Ghost, oh, he will take that curse curse, and turn it around to a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Sister Stephanie, did we have any more scriptures?
persistent like the Holy Ghost is. Amen? Hallelujah. But the Holy Ghost will be persistent. There are times when I will pray all day long, off and on, off and on, off and on through in, in tongues. And I don't know what's happening, but I have learned to trust the Holy Ghost enough, hallelujah, to know that when he's speaking, it's something good. It's never anything bad. He's fixing something that I don't know of. I can't see. I have no idea that it exists. But he is fixing something that needs fixing. Amen. So I have that faith in him to know that when he speaks like that, and I don't have to get there and say, okay, let me speak him to know, it just automatically comes. And when it comes like that, I know he's working on something. And I just thank you. You got to learn to trust him. Just like you trust God, hallelujah, just like you trust Jesus, you got to learn to trust the Holy Ghost. But he will do you no harm, but he is the one and only Spirit of God. He will not do you any harm. So don't be afraid to pray. I remember when I first got saved, I said, I don't know about that. I know they said so was praying to him. But suppose the Holy Ghost prays something out of war. You know what? That was so carnal of me. The Holy Ghost will only speak. But God has already spoken. Hallelujah. So let him speak to you through you. Let him mold your world. Amen. Hallelujah. Let him mold your life. You will be so much better for it. Now, the second part of that scripture says, and when you pray, what is the second part? Stephanie, read that. All right. When you pray, believe that ye receive, and ye shall have. When the Holy Ghost prays through you, believe, then believe. Because he will not do you any harm. Amen. Hallelujah. Learn to pray in the Holy Ghost, y'all. Because when you pray, when you allow the Holy Ghost to pray through you, hallelujah, you are guaranteed to have what you want. Amen. But like I said, when we pray in our native language, the language we were born with, sometimes we're not very accurate. But the Holy Ghost is always going to be right on point. So instead of you praying, go Get on your knees or sit on the side of your bed or in the chair, wherever you are. Go in your secret closet. Go into prayer and allow the Holy Ghost to speak through you. He knows the desires of your heart. And he's going to pray exactly what's in your heart, but in a better way. Because he's going to go in there and weed out everything that's stopping your prayer from coming to pass. Amen. He's going to go in and remove every curse, every negative word that's been spoken against you. Hallelujah. And I can guarantee you that that prayer will come to pass. So don't be afraid, hallelujah, of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, whichever one you call, because it's one and the same person. But do always pray in tongues. Amen. Let him 
work it out. And I promise you, you won't be sorry. That's what he's there for. He is the comforter. He is there to lead and guide us. He, hallelujah, is our partner. Amen. He's the head partner. We are the ones that follow him. Amen. Let him do what he was put here to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Is there, are there any more scriptures, Sister Stephanie? All right. That was the last scripture. But like I said, let the Holy Ghost pray through you. I know, you know, everybody talking about uh, Mark 11, Mark 11, Mark 11, 23, 24. I saw that thing in a new way. Yeah, you shall have what you say, but if you let the Holy Ghost speak through you, you'll have it much better, much faster, and guess what? When you get it, it won't go anywhere. It's exactly what you want. Amen? Hallelujah. Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Let the Holy Ghost do it. Amen? Don't use your native language. Go in your secret closet. Pray in the Holy Ghost. He knows the desires of your heart and what you get it. One, two, three. Oh, it's there. Amen. And it'll be exactly what you want. No isms, no schisms, nothing to hurt you, nothing to disappoint you, because he goes down deep into your soul, and he knows what's there what needs to be moved, what needs to be put aside, and what needs to be put in place. So pray in tongues, y'all. Let the Holy Ghost words form your world. Amen. Hallelujah. Stephanie, repeat the title again. Let the Holy Ghost mold your future with your words. Your words that you speak when you allow the Holy Ghost to speak listening to his Portia Mike Ivor and Sister Stephanie Pritchett. Hallelujah today. And we're from Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. Hallelujah. Our online ministry. We do have another ministry that's Reaching the Masses Ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. But you've been listening today to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. And I hope you understood what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost speaking through you mold your future. You will not be sorry because that's where your healing comes from. That's where your riches come from. He will mold your whole future because he knows what it's supposed to be. Amen. So let the Holy Ghost speaking to you in his words mold your future. Our words are fine. But let the Holy Ghost speaking through you mold your future. Go somewhere privately. Hallelujah. And allow the Holy Ghost to speak to you. And watch things start changing for the better in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. We thank you all for listening. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. See, I'm 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 going through this today with y'all. It's like, oh my God, I never saw that. Mm. But the Bible tells us and let the Holy Ghost speak through us, amen? In prayers and in tongues, hallelujah, in groanings and in moanings, because sometimes we know not what to say. 
But the Holy Ghost always knows what to say. And he knows what to bring before God. And he goes as an advocate. Hallelujah. See now, case. And he has already moved everything out of the way that's going to cause a hindrance in our lives. Amen. In our prayers. Hallelujah. So realize, number one, that he's a person. And realize he is our comforter. And realize, hallelujah, that he will go through us, through God, and make everything all right. Love you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For that, Whew. that's a rhema word, y'all. That's not logo. That's a rhema word. You don't know what a rhema word is? Go look it up. Do some searches. Search a matter out. Amen. Google it. Hallelujah. You know I had to say Google it before I got off live. But Google it and find a rhema word. I, we just had a rhema word today. Amen. I just shared it with you. Hallelujah. Because that's not the way I was going. But as I'm sitting here listening, I'm hearing the spirit inside of me molding that word the way he wants it to. Amen. Hallelujah. We just got a rain of word. Hallelujah. Instead of praying in your tongue, pray in the tongues of the Holy Ghost. And watch things happen so much faster, so much better. Amen. We love you. God loves you. Have a wonderful Sunday. February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Oh, Super Bowl. All right, y'all. I hope y'all in church today. Hope you didn't stay home like some people I know. And yeah, there's a lady that knows to give this to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like some people I know. Oh, Super Bowl Sunday today. Super Bowl don't start till this evening. You should be in church now. Amen. Hallelujah. In your home congregation or whatever. Hallelujah. Invite some of your friends over. And in between these commercials, talk to them about the word of God. That's a way to win a soul. Amen. Hey, see y'all next time. Um, we'll be back tonight. And I think, am I coming back or are you coming back? Okay, I think I'm coming back tonight. And, um... Uh, Stay tuned. We've got I, Oh, by the way, we're on Twitch. I know you all have been listening to that phone. And then there is another one. We're also on there, y'all. Every time I find out about something, I find out they accept people. I'm so, but I want everybody to do it. I don't want a song to be left. If that's you, you're right. So here we go again. Right. Amen. We have an anniversary coming up. Don't know exactly what I'm going to do for the late But I started to program on purpose. On the day of the Because Esther is one of my favorite people in Bible. Um, Esther was her name. But her um, real name. I 
I'm having an excuse about y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. Because there's some things that I'm getting ready to do. It's going to blow your mind. Don't know how I'm going to do it. But there is my thoughts. And um, I'll let you know. But anyway, like I said, I have messages coming up. And they do No, no. Do what that may not be so all right. Yeah, first year. But we're going to continue. I'm not going to stop. If I had to put that scripture, I will be there. Amen. Hallelujah. You will get the word of God from this guy. Because y'all, and I know God does more than I do. And don't forget the Holy Ghost. Y'all, we all take him and put him back in a corner somewhere. We don't know that he is there to speed up our blessings. Amen. Tongues was given to us for a reason. But the fifth they were given to us for power. After that, the wisdom has power. That power is made the Holy Ghost, the authority of Hallelujah. Let's go. Have a good day.